2: Muck Delivery brings a top tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. This is the besotted Pride of West London
3: cars. A bit of a grey day today as the bees. Have become quite trumps at all. Griffith nil, Newcastle two. Game that we needed to win. At least we needed to get something out of it. We got absolutely nothing. The game was marred, I'd say, by an early sending off. Josh Silva got sent off in the 12th minute, and after that, it was definitely uphill. Um, bit of a disaster, that wasn't it?
4: Uh, massively frustrating
5: because you can't really understand whether it'd have been any different with 11 men, can you? But with 10 men, it was it was poor. Um, but it was 10 men, so. I'm not really it. Ericsson clearly had to spark. And if he's fit, Christ, has got to start, um, as is Tony.
3: Uh, yeah, everyone tries, everyone huffs and puffs. But there was a real lack of quality out there today. And
5: just over 10 man sort of, you know, makes it a different observation than if we had 11. But I'm not convinced with 11, that would have been an awful lot different. Disappointing day today, wasn't it? Very. And we are in deep doo, and I don't think we should make any bones about it, you know. We joke, we all sing about Leeds are falling apart, but Brentford are doing the same at the moment. We're on a downward spiral. And I'm not entirely certain how you see how we get out of it. There was one bright thing today, seeing Christian Eriksen come back on the pitch. I was privileged to be in the stands to watch that. I was so pleased to see that happen. But boy, Billy, we have got to sort something out in the very near future. Ericsson and Tony have got to start next Saturday against Norwich. We need the six points from a Norwich and the Burnley games, definitely. Otherwise, I fear that our our stay in the Premier League has been fun, but it will have been a short one.
3: Listen, a lot lot of doom and gloom going down in Griffin Park or new Griffin Park. I try to pick it up at times, but there's no picking up going on, is there?
0: It's not, Bill, but I'm always a positive man. The game was done after 12 minutes with a red card. We were on the the back foot, got to take some positives. Ericsson coming on definitely gave us a bit more outlet, played some quality balls. We're now in a bit of a dogfight and uh, we need to start picking points up, but we move on.
3: It seems to me that we don't seem to be getting a lot of luck. In the last month or so, we just seem to be unlucky in in so many different ways. And today, you know, first 10 minutes, you couldn't really tell which way it's going to go, but we weren't in trouble. But you know, at the end of the day, as soon as that man went
0: off, you know it was back to hit the wall, wasn't it? It was. You're right. We don't seem to be getting the rubber of the green at all, and we've got another however many games left, and let's hope we see some of that green because we're going to need it.
3: And we're not talking about money green either, are we? <laughs> maybe maybe that referee got a bit money green,
0: didn't My, he? Mike Dean's got enough of that. Yeah,
3: it's yeah, yeah. got. Right. Ali in the house here today, tell you something, David Rance has come over and Thomas Frank has come over to the fans here today, he's trying to give them a bit of applause, it's it's difficult today, the fans were flat, the team was flat, you know, everything was flat, you know, you can't blame each other but, you know, today I think you could sense a massive disappointment going all the way around this ground here today, couldn't you?
6: Oh yeah, because I think we were really up for this game and I, I think the sending off killed it for us and... We just needed to get into half time at 1 0 down. You can see that second goal just killed the game completely. I don't think there was any real coming back from that. I think Erickson coming on gave us a lift. Um, he looks pretty sharp for a player who hasn't played for eight months. He made a couple of lovely touches. Uh, I think he's only going to get better, so that's a definite positive. But yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a real sucker punch. Because without Sam Maximum and Trippier, I think they're really not very good at all. And with 11 players, we win that game.
3: Looking at you know, and you talked about them. Let's go back to Brentford here because the fact is that you know, we you know, I know that you hate the XG, but I mean, I looked at the back end of the game and literally we were talking about you know we had point two if that. Not, but we basically created very little at the very end. I know that um, I think it was, was it. you know was it he had a shot something like that very end. But other than that, we created very little and we're creating very little in matches at the moment now. Very sort of different Brentford, and that may be a sign of a side who's. Lacking in confidence, just lacking in everything, and that's not good going into this back end of the season, is it?
6: No, I agree. I think we lack, we we definitely lack in confidence. I think the team lacks confidence, like the fans lack confidence in the team at the moment. Um, but you know, it is to be fair, it's difficult to create when probably your most creative player goes or gets sent off after five, ten minutes. It's very difficult to then get hold of the ball for any length of time. I don't think, having said that, we're helped by David Reyes constantly needs to think he needs to knock it long I mean it's just it just comes straight back especially when Tony's not on the pitch um, I think he needs to think about his distribution needs to be more along the ground we need to play out and play out a bit more instead of just bypassing the midfield I think that's something that needs to be addressed um, personally I don't understand how we didn't go back to three at the back after the sending off that just seemed the obvious thing to do I mean I'd like to know the reasoning behind that but you know, it's a, it's, it's a real sucker punch, really. It's a game that we could have could and should have won, really. And,
3: and it should have been a celebration today because, you know, her game too, which is the, uh, I say, the organisation, sort of, you know, the support group who basically supports sexism within football, you know, discrimination for women within football, and they've been doing some really good work, and Brentford came out to say that they are supporting that organisation today, and you're the Brentford ambassador as well today, and you came out, you were chatting on the pitch, and I know there's a lot of work that needs to be done in and around football, and obviously, for... You. this is a very proud day for you it should have been a proud day for Brentford and it should have been a bit of a celebration slightly dampened by the result but let's knock that back that is a good thing isn't it?
6: Oh yeah that's a fantastic thing I mean it, it was really proud of Brentford um, for, for, for coming out with their, plenty of their support to us And uh, I just want to thank the club for doing that, for Sally Stevens at the club, and for the players yesterday for taking the time to to pose with photos with the shirts and all that stuff. They've got a lot of demands on their time. We really appreciate it. And uh, there's a lot of support. Support is growing for us. And uh, I just hope that, you know, we can help keep making football more and more inclusive for more people.
3: So we've got Geordie, Geordie John in the house here today. And Geordie John's probably a little bit happier and my good self here as we're walking out the ground here today Geordie John um, you, you basically you just did what you needed to do today didn't you
5: yeah like I said earlier Bill uh, ascending off always kills the game you were always going to struggle from there um, I think we played ve- well pretty well first half stretched us all over the park and by half time your heads were down um, second half you brought on Ericsson I, th- I thought you were actually the better team in the second half Um, So I've got to be delighted with the three points.
3: I mean, you're delighted with the three points. I mean, you know, obviously, you know, you've strengthened well in the transfer window. You know, you've done enough what you had to do. You've got Eddie Howe's coming as well. He's doing his things. I mean, you were like, you know, when we played you before, you were pretty much sort of down and out and you were looking down in the dumps. But all of a sudden, you've had a real revival. And look at this result here today. I mean, this could really actually kick you in to the Apparitionals. I mean, a lot of people I was chatting to, you know, and looking down and even looking on social media, you know, the Leeds fans are already saying that Newcastle are gone. You know, I mean, Leeds are talking about themselves being properly in the mire, you know, yeah, and a <laughs> people talk about them being in the mire, but yes, go on, you tell me.
5: Yeah. What's that? Uh, yeah, yeah. About ourselves, um, yeah. And are Leeds, and, you know, just teams Leeds being in Leeds trouble. Are, Leeds are struggling, Leeds are getting beat yeah. every single game, and they're getting beat heavily as well in a lot of games. Um, us, are, we've got big players out, we've got three big players to come back in and we're, we're getting points, so... So it's, uh, I can't, I of see we're going down. Confidence there from Geordie John. Right, I don't know. I'll catch you for a
3: drink a bit later. <laughs> All right. Got Carl Hutchins in the house, XB in the house here, and he he hasn't, he hasn't seen us win. He's, come, he's been in this new stadium. How many times have
4: you still not seen us win? I think you must be the bad omen. I know. You know what? I've got to start thinking maybe I need to stay away because, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, we need those points. Listen, I mean,
3: looking at this game here today, you know... We, you know, you came and you saw we got a man sent
4: off, and after that heads went down. I mean, did you think there was any time that we might have won this match today? Um, no, in in a short answer. Once that, once we get a player sent off, you know, Newcastle are good enough to keep the ball. To be fair, you know, I thought the goals that we conceded, even though we're a man down, you're still defending one on one and in the area. So you know, you can do something about that, but otherwise possession wise, you know, Newcastle were were pretty good today. And,
3: and, and Christian Eriksen I mean you've seen you know there's a lot of talk about him coming on when he came on he actually lit up the pitch and he lit up the crowd and there was a feeling that we actually might have got something for a minute wasn't there
4: yeah I mean certainly um, it was fantastic to see him come on great standing ovation from everybody including Newcastle so that was fantastic to see and then yeah he showed that little bit of class on the pitch you know the ball coming into him just being able to play it one touch and just, just you know look like he's going to create something so it's good to see him
3: that's right. And listen, I mean, obviously you played for Brentford back in the day. You played for Brentford back in the heyday as well. Seeing that
4: out there now today in a, in a relegation struggle, what would you have done differently, you yourself, Hachi, on the pitch? Oh, there's not much. You know what? All the boys are trying their hardest. That's all you can give them. When you're a man down, there's not much you can do. It's difficult to you know, get close to anyone. You're chasing shadows half the time. But all you can do is just keep trying, man. Keep giving 100%. And hopefully that will see us through. when are you coming back next because we need to make sure that you know your your face is on the door so that they can block you so you don't come in (laughs) Uh, hopefully the next couple of weeks I think I I should be uh, should be here I'll I'll tell security okay (laughs) (laughs) alright check you later
3: so more Geordies in the house here today and uh, a slight smile on his face he's trying to hold it back sitting here. we're actually in the boozer and it's, it's, it's a nice little vibe because what we've got is that we've got the Geordies in the house We've got the Bees fans in the house here uh, drowning their sorrows and we've also got a load of Liverpool fans. We just met them there in the pub before and when we played them three all game and they said they loved it down the globe there so much they've come down there before their match tomorrow at Wembley and there's about probably 25 of them and they're sitting down there having a right good time. Lovely bunch of lads as well and uh, yeah we're probably going go to go oh well I don't say we're going to see them next season because that's me singing too soon actually. I'll wait till uh, I'll have the twenty second of May before I'll say whether or not we'll see the season. But I've got the Geordie in the house, and like I said, slight smirk on your face. All you needed was the three
0: points today, and that's what you got, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's it's starting to look, you look at the league table now. It's just starting to look like what were we ever worried about? We're in the you know, dizzy heights of fourteenth, and we're on a roll at the minute. It's still very tight now. Now I wouldn't be complacent at all, but I thought it was we cruised it the there eventually. 10 men's definitely the way to go play against 10 men for 80 minutes that's a big help i think cruise control is definitely
3: the way to go i mean what i'd say is that for us i mean i know that a lot of brentford fans are very worried but i think for me i thought today was going to be a real barometer for brentford because you know you play man city you've got you know they pass the ball around you and you've got no idea what's going on even Arsenal last week i thought were very good okay two one it was quite tight I thought Newcastle, whatever the result went today, would be a real barometer for both of us as to where we are in this league. But Josh De Silva going off after 14 minutes, I I actually can't tell how we are in that game because we were just chasing shadows for a lot of the time. You
0: saw it differently though, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I mean, obviously, going out of 10 men is not going to help you. But uh, I I think you are worried for Brentford. Nobody looks at the league table and says, "Oh, I hope Brentford wants to go down," because nobody feels malice towards Brentford like that. I'd much rather Leeds them at down but I think you've got a battle on your hands because uh, you, know, you, you play the extra games and you're now right down in it. It's tight at the bottom. You're you, you really going to try and step it up again. Okay, but I mean, you, you,
3: you're talking from a positional sense. I've always got to look at it from a player and then and the top of footballing sense. I mean, <laughs> what did you see out there? I mean, the first half we were, you know, chasing the second half we played better and, we, and Christian Eriksen came on which was a nice moment actually. I thought we
0: picked our game up for a bit but we didn't quite still get the ball where it was meant to be. No, I, I mean, I thought as an aside Eriksen coming on was really well received by both sets of fans. I thought that was a, a really positive moment but I think it was almost like we paid a little bit of the 2 respect at that point. We did concede the possession for 15 minutes or so after that and it, you, you would have watched it for a while at that point and wondered who had 10 men and who didn't but then I think we got a grip on it back towards the end the, the, the problem with, I think it's just my perception from one game is I couldn't look at your team and see who's going to turn it around a little bit more life in it a little bit more edge when Tony comes on but you looked at that lineup and I thought I'm not sure who's going to get this game by this stuff and I can pull it back there and I, I think that was probably where the, the problem is but I mean that's that's based on watching 90 minutes. And the other thing is, Newcastle look confident. And it's not often I've been able to say that, but Newcastle look confident. We're in a seven-match unbeaten run. It's a second, we're only a second away win, but they, you know, it's, it's starting to come together. So I think we're on the front foot.
3: And I think the word there is confidence as well. I mean, for us, we've seen the confidence sapped out of our side. You know, we played Chelsea down here, battered them in a second I couldn't put the ball in the back of the net but it was an unbelievable result you know Liverpool when we played these guys as well one of the best games I've ever seen down here and you know the confidence but you can see when you haven't won in what eight games is it now that we haven't won in or nine games You, you people said to you it's going to be hard but we thought ah, listen we can deal with it but definitely confidence sapped out the side the head's gone down player gets sent off head goes down so it's really difficult I mean, I'm just saying from a Newcastle perspective, looking at that game here today, obviously
5: you're very happy. Yeah, I'm very happy indeed. And the change in the way Newcastle play, the confidence that they've gained since Addy Howe has come in as manager has been phenomenal. I can't complain. And There's only two teams in the Premier League that are unbeaten at this stage in 2022, and that's Liverpool and Newcastle. So I'm, I'm very happy. But again, all I want for Newcastle is to stay up this season and then build from there. Brentford, I've got some good friends down here that support Brentford and I'll be sad to see them go down and fingers crossed to stay up. But today, I thought there's not a lot there. Confidence is down. They went down to 10 men, which was a blow to them. It's nice to see Ericsson come on. He got very, very well received by the whole ground. Brentford certainly lifted their game for a little bit after that. But then Newcastle kind of started dominating a little bit more. But, yeah, very happy.
3: Yes, yes, yes. So, listen i tell you what's nice today. Is all the Liverpool fans are in the house here. We've got the Earl man in the house and all the other characters are in here. They've come here to just say hello. They didn't tell us they were coming. They've just turned up out of the blue. There's probably 25 of them in the house. And uh, yeah, they, they, and they, and they made the place
7: very lively, didn't it? They certainly have. You know what? You know, you know, Brentford in the Premiership, I know we're talking at the moment and we're all a little bit down about the result against Newcastle, but if someone had said to me five years ago, Brentford in the Premiership, would you take a season in the Premiership got, Of course you would do, and you would just enjoy it for the crack. And one of the things I've really enjoyed is, like the, you know, obviously the home games, they been being a new stadium. But actually going to the, all the different away games and the fans that we've met and the Liverpool fans, they came down here for that amazing game and they were in the pub and they had manners and we had a good laugh. And then we went up to Liverpool, we saw them there again. Liverpool got Chelsea tomorrow in a cup and Liverpool fans will come back down to the club to see us that's what it's all about you know football's all about manners and meeting people um and that's what you know as hard as this season has been we've had we've had some good laughs we've met some good characters and it's been really enjoyable um today you know what yeah i mean obviously there's games this season you know Burnley away Norwich at home Brian at home there's a lot of games. though Brighton away there's games that we thought we should have got points And I think that we came out today with a game plan that looked like we could get three points today. No one could have guessed that we would have, you know, lost JDS at the start. Um, You know, everyone's saying it's a straight red. It's a difficult one. You know, it probably was. I don't know. know. I think it's a bit of a harsh decision. But that didn't change the game. I think, um, you know, yeah, it's just that whole kind of, you know, if you, if you lose a player in the first 10 minutes, it's going to change your format. But in saying that, I think the two goals came from situations where we should have just cleared the ball, we should have got to those situations. We should have, you know, it's like Rose said, clear the ball, if in doubt, out. Uh, so it's unfortunate. But then at the same time, you know, we need to be playing as a team um, we need to be thinking we, there needs to be more thinking of the game, we need to read the game a lot more. I think you know there's chances where you see, you know, second half, Mumbo's got the ball, Canos is running down the wing and instead of playing it off to him, he doesn't. So I think we need to be reading the match a lot more. Um, and I but I think that now really, you know, Norwich on Saturday, we've got to get points. We've now got to get points. We the players need to switch it on. We deserve to stay up but we
3: need to put the hard graft in now. So, listen, I've got to ask this we, we talked to the Newcastle fans earlier, and um, they, they gave quite an ominous uh, sort of kind of uh, outlook for the bees. and they're saying, I'm not being funny, but I don't think it's looking too good for you. I'm going to ask you, though, know, the question.
1: Are you nervous, straight up? Uh, I am nervous. I'm, this is the first time I've been nervous. You look at the league table, and now... It's, it is out of our hands with uh, Burnley having games in hand. So I am nervous, but you know me, Billy, I'm always positive. I, I'm going to say, before Josh got sent off, we were, we were decent. There were pockets in the second half, particularly when Christian Eriksen came on. We changed the formation, we pushed up front. I thought we were quite good. But and to answer your question, am I nervous? I am. If we go down, we'll go down fighting. I've enjoyed the Premier League. I'm—I haven't given up hope.
3: You haven't given up hope,
1: so you're still excited. I'm excited. I'm enjoying the post-match with my Liverpool fans, yeah. friends who want to stay, stay up. That—that that, that is the love for Brentford. So we <laughs> must do that.
3: There you go. There you go. So so so. Listen, yeah. I, so we've got the old man in the house here. Now, I know you weren't at the game, but oh, we met you in the Globe here a few months ago. Liverpool fan who came down here. We never met you before. Out of the blue, we had a good drink. We had a good we chat. Did, yeah. You came up, you met us up in the pub uh, before the game up at Anfield for Liverpool. And then you've just turned up out of the blue. We didn't even know you were coming here. <laughs> yeah, and there's like 20, 25 of you 30. in the Globe here
1: having a good drink up before the cup final tomorrow. That's it. We've come, uh, come down this morning. We left at 9 o'clock this morning. Uh, Mini bus driver's brought us down. He's going to pick us back up on Monday. So we're staying tonight, tomorrow night at Hanger Lane. You can see Wembley from our hotel bedroom. So we thought we'd come and surprise the Brentford boys and girls in the Globe and we'll have a drink with them.
3: That's right. I mean, it's, it's a lovely surprise. Well, we're a little bit gutted that we uh, aren't smiling a little bit more going back with three points. I know yeah. you didn't see the game, but you must have heard we that things we weren't too
1: great. Yeah, on, we're travelling, obviously, travelling down. Uh, by the time we got into London, it was about four o'clock. Uh, and we like we heard that uh, you were a man down after early on in the game, and we thought it's going to be a little bit hard for you. So, a bit disappointed to see that they got beat two 0 And hopefully next week against Norwich, they will pick up the three points. That's
3: right. I mean, obviously for us, we want to stay up so that we can uh, go to Liverpool. No, but you're, yeah. but you're, uh, I bet you're hoping that we stay up. But
1: you do not. Oh, definitely, yeah, definitely. Well, like we said that when we, we met uh, yourself and Anna at Taggys Bar. We said, I hope, hopefully, you stay up next season because we want to come back down here again. And I I never thought we'd be down here so quickly, thought it would be next season. <laughs> <laughs> so,
3: listen, hopefully, mate, I'll see you back in here next season if yeah. you do buy another pint, yeah? It's, it's
1: definitely, Billy. Nice one. Thanks very much, mate. So, um,
3: I don't know. I, I, I'm just, I suppose, I mean, obviously, Joe, Joe Ellington, as we know, we found out as well, it's Joe Ellington right? Joilington. Joel, Joilington. That's right. Joilington, unfortunately, after us not knowing what his name, we now know exactly what his name is after he put the ball in the back of the net. So, <laughs> I should be laughing because it's not funny at all. But listen... You know, we're a bit despondent, but I just say that look. You know, after we had a man sent off, we we, we, were, we were hiding to nothing really, weren't we? I, I,
8: yeah, I, I think I think I generalise this as um, before the game on the podcast uh, last week or earlier this week. I said that you know we'll know more about whether we're going to be in a relegation battle or not um, after the game today, and, and maybe how we'll how we how the season's going to turn out. I think the point I take from today is that actually. Although it's pretty obvious we're in a relegation battle, how it's going to turn out, I really don't know because we played with ten men for eighty-eight minutes, and um, and I'm oh, sorry, seventy-eight minutes. And I'm pretty sure the stats say that you don't win many of those games or even draw them um, because basically, you, you, you know, you can you can play with ten men for fifteen minutes, twenty minutes, but for that length of time, just purely on energy alone, it's going to be hard work. Um, and, and I also think that we, we had a plan that we'd worked on and suddenly after 12 minutes you've got to rip the plan up and do something else. So I don't make really any judgments on today's game. I, you know, it's, 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 it's one of those games and I think we'll know more after the Norwich game. Right, yeah, me- that's right, you're going to be saying this every week now, aren't you? Provided we don't get a player sent off after 12 minutes. Uh,
3: Christian Eriksen, I know there's been a lot of chat about him. And coming up, if anything, he just lifted the
8: whole... Atmosphere, didn't he? Yeah, he did. It was a uh, it was kind of a cool moment when he came on. I, I, I it's almost like we didn't bring him on at half time to save him for that moment. Um, so that, yeah, that that was cool. Um, Ericsson, I mean, he looked lively. There were some lovely touches and passes. There were a few fluffs, let's be honest. Um, uh, amusingly, all his corners went in the same place as, as most of Jensen's do. So that's clearly a plan, and the plan's not coming off, it's not being executed. Probably by the other players, um, but yeah, he did. He did enough to say that he's going to improve our team. But he looked rusty as well. You know, he, not everything came off. Um, he's rusty, and you'd expect that because he hasn't played for nine months or whatever it is, eight months. So you would expect it to be rusty. I, I suppose what we got to hope is it's not going to take him ten games to um, sort of get rid of the rust. Because if it does, you know, th- that's what worries me now. Is that, is that how quickly will Ericsson be able to perform a you know a, a at the level,
3: it looks like we're going to need them to perform at. So I'm just going to say disappointing today, wasn't it?
9: Yeah, yeah. It was. It was going to be. It was always going to be difficult with eleven men. It was always going to be probably impossible with ten, especially for almost all of the game. Ten, ten minutes. We we had a new formation. We played four at the back, and we didn't really get a chance to see if it was going to work or not. A lot of a lot of people have been calling for that, whether it's the right call or a wrong call um you've got to wait for your coaches to make that decision they they did today um i i just i just thought we were you know it's impossible to to take too much from that you can't you can't draw many conclusions because you know it was another game that was tipped on its head you know the wolves game was was weird and wacky for for the you know the collision and then the, the double subs and then the drone and You know, we looked good early on in that. We looked okay early on in this. But, you know, circumstances contrived to rob us of an opportunity. Because, you know, let's be honest, Newcastle weren't great shakes. Um, 11 versus 11, we always were in with a shout. We'll never know whether we could have, would have got any points out of that. So we have to just put it behind us. You know, you're right, the the bright spark was uh, seeing Ericsson come on. He looked rusty, as as Matt said. A um, couple of worlding bits, you know. Brilliant half volley pass. A couple of times he gave the ball away. He's only going to get better from that. But um, yeah, it's it's a tough one to take, Bill. And uh, you know, at the moment, you're struggling to see more than more than two teams that are worse than us in this division. Um, we need to we we need to resurrect that spirit and that. Uh, that 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 will to win but you know we have to do it with 11 men on the pitch you, know, you can't you can't judge Brentford 10 versus 11 so on we go to Norwich and come on your bees come on your bees this is the Besotted Pride
3: of West London podcast brought to you by anything is possible AIP.media please thank you for buying us a beer Bisorted.com forward slash beer we gave you a big shout out on the podcast the midweek podcast if you knew that go and check that out it was quite a funny podcast as well because we just didn't really know what to talk about so we just talked about anything is possible also, like I said to you, don't forget to give us reviews and don't forget to also, um, uh, uh that's I say, they're talking about Bielsa's left as well. You know, we've heard about that as well. But there's also, don't forget to give us a review and don't forget to write, um, oh, a lovely review and, and podcast and give us a thumbs up and everything like that. What else can I say? We've got a few little exciting things coming up, so stay tuned. We've got Norwich next week coming up as well. So we've got, you know, the Norwich fans are going to be on the podcast in the midweek as well. Talk Norwich City as well. We're going to be talking to them as well, the Reeve characters as well. But other than that, I'm Billy Grant here. It's been a bit disappointing. We're going to reflect on this a few days, and we're going to come back to you and we're going to give you a good old chin wag about that. Um, and then we'll come back to you as well. But I'll just, uh, I'll just sit down here in the pub. It's lovely and the Liverpool fans, we have the Jorley fans, we have the Beast fans. Oh, come, oh, come on, baby.
2: Come on, Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.
0: Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This podcast is proud
6: to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.